Hey, this is Liz. This is Heather. And we are recording our End of Times episode from two different coasts. All right, hit the music. Here I am in temporary podcasting. <laughs> how, is, how is California? You have been there now for what, about five days? Yeah, yeah. And so I'm I'm at a Holiday Inn. <laughs> oh, fancy. <laughs> so it, um, it's one of those places that, you know, you're like, oh, you know, oh, it's nice enough. And then after like two days, you're like, man, this place is a dump. It's a dump, right? Yeah, because you know it seems well, nice enough at first, and then you you know everything yeah. starts falling apart, or right, you realize everything's just kind of held together. You know, don't look too close at hotels and whatnot. Yeah, I think that's I think that's wise in general. Uh, especially, I found a lot of hotels that are like these quote like boutique hotels that like used to be an apartment complex or something. So it looks like, ooh, it's fancy. Like I got a condo. And then you get in there and it's a, like really a low rent shit apartment that they've just, you know, slapped a you yeah. know, $75 a night price tag on. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's a dump. Awesome. So, so but yeah. you know, I remember the, uh, cause the first night you were out there, I was texting you a bunch of like, mushy stuff and mm-hmm. i was like i miss you but hey jeb's they're so excited and then, and then i was like i hope you're not just wandering around your hotel room aimlessly <laughs> yeah. because that's what i do if i'm in a hotel by myself i just literally like i don't know what to do like unless i've got something specific i'm working on i'll just kind of wander the room or i go get a lot of ice for whatever reason, <laughs> I just go up and down. I don't need ice. Like, I don't, I'm not drinking anything. I have no reason for ice, but I have to go down and like, because it's just like, I've got to get out and prowl the halls. I got to check out the the setting, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Got to go find if there's any smokers or if I'm out there by myself, like a loser, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not the greatest hotel. I mean, it's, it's in a good spot. Uh, they're moving me into a temporary housing on Monday. So, or, so mm-hmm. I check out here Monday morning and they go into temporary corporate housing, whatever it is. And uh, right. hopefully that place will be better. But it is also a hotel. So who the hell knows, right? Yeah. So Well, that sucks too, since it's like your first day of work. It's like also, hey, my stuff's in transit. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. I put everything in my um, suitcases that I think that I would like need for a month. And mm-hmm. you can't fit enough that you need in a month in a suitcase. No. Like, so I have no. three suitcases, right? Cause I, and I'm starting work. Mm-hmm. So it's got like work clothes. So I have a whole suitcase of work clothes. And then I have right. a whole nother suitcase of like hair and bath and all that crap. And, yep. and because yep. it's so long, these are like full size things. And mm-hmm. um, then I have another suitcase full of casual clothes. So I've got three suitcases. And so then of course the one with all of the, toiletries and bath stuff that got lost by the airline so yeah yeah that was that was fun apparently you went to Cabo San Lucas without me so, well then had a better time than you did yes I'm sure. it came back all drunk with a tramp stamp and whatnot but it's, it worked out <laughs> we do. got it we got it you just just watch it in six weeks it'll it'll have a positive pregnancy test you just know it will <laughs> just keep an eye on it I will keep an eye on my suitcase <laughs> just see if it gets a little bulgy around the edges and yeah I'd have to have a talk with it. I don't know. Yeah. So. Add life choices. <laughs> 
So yeah. I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, it choices. feels like it's been forever. Like I, I just posted our We Heart Houston episode, which probably should have been called We Heart Texas, but whatever, uh, yesterday. So it feels like, but you and I haven't actually recorded together in a while. Yeah, it's been a couple, a couple weeks. weeks. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, we did. We so went to Salt like, Lake uh, Comic Con. Talk about. Yeah. Uh, so we, mm-hmm. we went. Yeah. We went to Salt Lake Comic Con, and I officially met the Cusacks. Yay! Ugh, and shut up. Everyone is so jealous. Every I, all of the castaways are like, oh, "Shut up!" They, but they were. But they, there was a there was a big argument going on as well. They they did not recognize Joan at all. Yeah, my and, sister uh, said that as well, and I was like, "That's Joan." Like, if you saw her, like her facial I, expressions and stuff, you would know exactly. It was different. Oh no, I I totally saw it because I could see her. You know, because she kind of has that like screwed up side of her face kind of scowl. Thing, yeah, but mm-hmm. it's like an endearing. Like I love that about her. But I don't know. Her outfit was a little weird i don't know it was kind of just i a, thought, I hmm. thought she uh, she seemed like perfect joan like more joan from runaway bride is what okay. it seemed like her per, what she was, was she looking in runaway like. bride yes she you was mean in and out she, she, no well no runaway bride it was more like her oh. thing in runaway bride she's the quirky best gotcha. friend you know um oh yeah, yeah. yeah and so that was it was almost like she came in costume in that except for her hair was a little mm-hmm. shorter but she was just delightful. She's so funny, you know. And John Cusack, of course, he's jealous. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you get her on the podcast? You just- <laughs> I did not get her on the podcast. I was um, can be a nerdy bitch with us. I was uh, persona non grata back there. They let you know Craig do ah. his stuff, and they were like, "I need you to stand over there in the shadows, and only when Craig and you know introduces you can you say hi." I couldn't really even do anything, so I had to stand and like by the yeah. scaffolding and stuff. You know, they're the handlers. Yeah, they didn't want, you, you know, handled. So, so that was the, well, it wasn't even theirs. It was the, you know, for the con. They didn't want the con people were like, I don't know if anybody's going to get mad. So you just go over here in the corner and be quiet. And I'm like, okay. That makes sense. Because you never know how they're yeah, going to react. Yeah, and I was, like, I was fine with this that. much. And, yeah. I was fine with that. I went over to the corner and I just like, this is where I'm sitting. I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just mm-hmm. like, in fact, even when it was okay to move somewhere, I'm like, no, you know, I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> Just gonna stand here. That's how I felt it. And I think uh, last year's comic blues, I was like, I don't know what's going on, so I'm just gonna stay over here, out of the way, and like watch people go by because yeah, I yeah. am overwhelmed. Yeah, <laughs> those type of things get overwhelming. But the Cusacks were mm-hmm. awesome. And then, um, so I went to Will Wheaton and the person that played his mother, Gates. Uh, I forgot her first name. Gates McFadden. Oh no, that is her first name. Gates McFadden is her last name. Yeah, yeah. Gates McFadden. Um, so they went. I went oh, to- okay. I. S- I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. I sent you a text earlier and I hope you saw it about go see the honest, go get online and find the honest trailer for Star Trek, the next generation. Cause they just did one in honor of it's like 30th anniversary of being released. The, oh. the honest trailer is fucking hilarious. And I, Gates McFadden has sex with a ghost in it. So it it's totally hilarious. worth watching. Yeah. I totally want to watch. I did see it, the text, not the video. So yeah. <laughs> check that one out. Also, also the honest trailer for wonder woman is probably one of the better ones I've ever seen. Like it's, it's really good. I just watched both of them like back to back this afternoon. So okay. yeah, it was recommendation for the day. That was a funny panel because like, will we come out and with uh, Gates and was like, hi space mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and they kept playing like Love with the it. like that she was like this old elderly person he's like be careful now you don't want to break a hip <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> so i actually paid for an autograph for uh will wheaton to sign my woot stout and that's his beer that he makes with the i forgot the name of the brewery stone the ones that make arrogant bastard uh him yeah. and 
uh, Drew Curtis and make this a woot stout. And so I was Mm -hmm. like, well, my sister had bought it for me two years ago. And she's like, yeah, we weren't keeping it at the proper temperature. And I never got it down to you. And I was like, (laughs) I'm going to go get it signed then. So and so I got Yeah, it's not going to be good to drink. Yeah. And, you know, in Utah, I'm wandering around with a a beer because I want the paint pen to dry. And Mm -hmm, in this mm -hmm. big crowded area. And I was like, I'm just holding it like a baby. And nobody even notices. They're like, you babies are fine. <laughs> Put a little bonnet on it. Yo, oh, another good thing about another. a Utah con though, the beer line is extremely short. Well, that is a that is a bonus. Yep. So that was very nice. Everybody else is drinking out of their nerdy bitches flask because they're all <laughs> well, closet nerdy bitches fans, and they bought flasks online. Yep. And then, well, they also probably didn't want to pay more. They wanted more than three point two percent alcohol, which is the limit there for draft beers. Oh, what so, is that like? Bud Light. Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's fine, but Bitch you know beer. when you spend when you're spending when you're spending eight bucks on a on a beer. Yeah, that's a no. Yeah, yeah got it. Comic Palooza. I think I got a shit. What did I get? I got some actual booze. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> one they of the bars. They, I they think didn't I got have a, a bar. Bar, but God, I can't remember. It was like a vodka sour or something. I don't know. I was just like, give me some or vodka cranberry, like mm-hmm. an eighteen. Yeah, well, just give me something. That was right before our panel. I said, give me something with a high alcohol content, please. That's when She's I She's like, do you want a double? I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> that was is like- that an option? <laughs> it was. Yeah. It is for $16. <laughs> I, was, I think it was like $9, but it was, you know, it was good. Yep. I was a little nervous, but um, the panel was so fun. Yeah, it so. was a fun panel. So... We have to think of something good. We have to get, okay, people, you guys tell us what you want to hear us do at Comic Palooza next year because it's coming up, you know, shorter than you think. Yeah. And it's got to be prepared for, be uh, available for audio. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's like the what the meme and things like that that seem like it'd be a lot of fun to play with a group of people, but it does not translate. On, yeah, uh, somebody recommended that one to us. Uh, I, I played it this like my vacation a couple weeks ago. It was fun. Yeah, it's on my wish list, but I haven't bought it yet. But yeah, it's that's a visual kind of game. Cards Against Humanity was good because we can absolutely read those out. But yeah, well, we can I mean, play it again. Yeah, but let's... it's a it's a fallback if we can't think of something else that be. But I think if we do it next time, we should do it real tournament style, like a two day. We'll try to try to go for that. Make it a. Yeah, because an hour is is not enough time when you've got you know fifty people in a room trying to watch mm-hmm. this happen. So. Yeah, so I just made up that number. I have no idea how many people were in. I that have room. no idea, but we filled up the room, so it's <laughs> it better. was a full room. It was awesome. Yeah. So what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, we're talking about the end of the world. Perfect. The, the reason Perfect. the reason why um, I I saw this thing on the internet the other day, and it said, you know, we're having all of these um, hurricanes, and we had flooding, mm-hmm. and we had fo- wildfires. Has somebody checked mm-hmm. the volcanoes? I feel like we should check the volcanoes. And, yeah, and did you see this, the the person reply yeah, like then, actually? Yeah, and then Ophelia <laughs> was like, "Oh, here's the volcano one." I was like, "Well, shit." So yeah, hold on to your asses. And by the way, this is the year of the locust as well. So just throwing it out there. Okay. There's I think oh, that what, the Winchesters is, is, must be rolling into town. What is the year of the locust? What the hell does that mean? No, no, I just mean that is what is it, every seventeen years is when the locusts come out. Oh, okay. the, the cicadas. Cicadas, I, whatever. The the katydids. When they come out of their seventeen year slumber, the last time they did was two thousand. So now it's two thousand seventeen. It's time for dead bug shells. So oh, look out for that, folks. That's gonna be fun. Especially it's now awful. that I work on I remember it the last time. It was horrible. 
Yeah. Crunch, crunch everywhere you go. There's dead everywhere. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was like some horoscope thing. You're like, it was the year of the the locust, <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> You're a Chinese sign. You are a locust. <laughs> you are a plague, and everyone hates you. So I don't know. I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, I love locusts, but not me. I think the Winchesters have rolled into town. Um, yeah. Something's happening. We're about to have another apocalypse. So, so all right. Let me tell you. Uh, so this doomsday guy on the internet. I'm not even mm-hmm. going to say his name because he obviously already has enough attention. Yeah, um, let's not do that. So he, you know, he come up. He's apparently like a big one, and he predicts he's a flat Earth or two. And then, I don't know, but he's no, no, but he's not, and I'll tell you why. Because he uh, predicts nuclear attacks and hurricanes and blah blah blah. And then it's going to be triggered by a mysterious planet X that's just going to slam into the United States in like seven years, right? And we wouldn't have seen that coming. Yeah. So that's NASA was like, well, that's a fun little theory, isn't it? You know. (laughs) Uh, You're like, how cute. It's like when the CDC had to actually put out a zombie apocalypse plan. Like they literally have one just in case. (laughs) Yeah. We don't. We know this ain't going to happen, y'all, but you know what? We're prepared. By the way, I would love that job. I would love to be the person that does a project management for a project that never comes true, but for mm-hmm. something crazy like that, just because I would like to do the flow chart and make all that stuff yeah. and get paid government wages and get, you know, government yeah. benefits. That'd be nice. That'd I would totally awesome. do that. Okay. Let's apply for that job. So, oh, and earthquakes. I forgot to add earthquakes to the mix. There oh, was, well, you just moved to California. So. Yeah, well, this is what's funny is before I moved to California, I went to, I went to Utah on vacation. Utah, mm-hmm. which in my entire 25 years of living there had one earthquake, had two. But it was mm-hmm. the two when we flew to Las Vegas for a little weekend and flew Maybe back. you. No, they happened while I was gone. <laughs> and so I was oh, like, okay. honest to God, are our first earthquakes before, when we moved to California going to be in Utah? Anyway, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. Better than where you are. Yes. So this this end of the world theorist was said that solar eclipse of August 21 was the beginning. And since then, the rest have been judgments from God. I think it's God that he's talking about. You know, some, of course somebody. And so there would be signs in the sun to move stars. And then he was talking about nuclear war. And I was like, well, shit, maybe he's kind of onto something. <laughs> well, there, you know, there. I mean, shit's going to go bad, you know, especially if we have somebody stupid keep poking a bear, then yeah, shit's going to get real bad real fast. Yeah. And and we'll welcome the uh, collision of another planet because I don't think any of us wants to live through a nuclear fallout. Exactly. That sounds awful. Yeah. It's not going to be like Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull where you just crawl into your very conveniently lead-lined refrigerator, which... I'm sorry, Punky Brewster told us would kill you right away. Uh, that's not going to happen. There's not enough of those lying around. They've thrown them away for safety's sake. Uh, so we're all going to die. Yep. And those of us who don't are going to be weird mutants, but not in a good way. I don't really want to survive that. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled out last year, we did the book club on World War Z mm-hmm. by Max Brooks. Well, in addition to that, he also wrote the very convenient zombie survival guide, But if you take out the term zombie, it's actually just a pretty good overall survival guide. So, you know, there's stuff in here. Okay. You could do. All right. I did want to confirm that NASA has said there is no Nibiru. And so there's not going. That's that's the name of the planet, by the way. Uh, That's going to smash into us. And 
Sounds like he's trying to sell a pilot, doesn't it? I don't know. It sounds like he's just crazy. (laughs) He wants followers. That's why I'm not giving his name out. But NASA actually said, the planet in question doesn't exist, so there'll be no collision. (laughs) Yeah. And and were there one, we probably would have seen it like 40 years ago, because that shit doesn't really move very fast. Planetary movement, contrary to popular sci-fi myth, uh, is not very fast at all. It's pretty slow, in fact. So pretty sure we had seen it coming a while ago. Yeah. Not that you could do anything about it. That's, you know, that's the thing. People want to freak out about all this shit. What am I going to do about a fucking planet coming at me? Right? Yep. Nothing. I can't, I can't do it. I couldn't do anything about a hurricane coming to my house. And people are like, where are you going to, why didn't you evacuate? I'm like, to where? Like, where am I going to go? This was a 50,000 year flood. That's what they're calling it. I saw that on the news or some sort of sciencey thing the other day. And I'm like, where are you going to go? Okay, I'll go to Dallas. They had an earthquake. Well, well, you know, Florida. also they had two hurricanes. I, I'm so irritated with the people that were like, "You should evacuate." More people died evacuating for Fucking Rita, dry splainers. Then, uh, yes, then, then for and Harvey. I, I, so, you oh know. yeah, and I want to say this right now. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in the zombie survival guide. And this was like the first page I pulled open because it's, it's basically like um, your private residence and defending your home. And I think this is very important for people to understand. There's like six and a half million people in the greater Houston metro area. We have six roads to get out on. You know, it's it's just not like you can just, you know, you're not ants leaving a hill. Like there are certain ways you can go. When you put six million people on the road, we saw it in 2007 or 2008, whatever it was with um, Hurricane Rita, People died. A lot of people died. A lot of people got really sick. A lot of people, a lot of problems, right? So this is what the the zombie survival guy says for a class one conflict. Most people's homes will provide adequate shelter. There is no need to flee the city or town as soon as you hear, well, in this case, that the dead are walking because it's zombies. In fact, this is highly discouraged. The first hours of a zombie attack, or let's just say a crisis of any kind, most of the population will try desperately to escape. Roads will become a mass of stationary vehicles and panicked people, a situation that is rife with potential for violence. That's what we see. Yep. Stay your ass home. You know, let let the people freak out. Let them freaking run. Where where are you going to go? Fine. Freaking run. When you're gone... Then I'll I'll consider my options. <laughs> but they're basically say load your weapons, well, whatever, prepare for a fight, but stay stay home, do what you need to do, protect yourself, but stay calm and don't freak the fuck out with the masses because the masses are stupid, and well, we get people on the news who just want to make it worse. It's like the lions with the gazelle, but it's the opposite. Like you just you yep. sit in the back and let them just run at the lion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to wait here. One will come right at me. I'm just, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. So that's why we didn't evacuate, if you want to know. We're not stupid. We do know how hurricanes work. (laughs) We didn't have anywhere to go, and we couldn't have gotten out anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's another thing to be said. Keep in mind how hot it is, and if you're stuck in yeah. traffic, I mean that's that people are dying from heat exhaustion. Well, and- people don't understand that when your car isn't moving, 
The air conditioner. The does air not conditioner work. doesn't work. The fan will blow, but it's blowing hot air and exhaust straight into your face. I know. You usually don't During, notice it because no, you start no. moving again. You just kind of you pass know. out and die. Well, no, I mean um, my, because like if you're driving well, the a heat car. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm saying like you may not realize it when you're in your car because oh, the no. times mm-hmm. that you're stopped, you start again fairly quickly and the temperature change isn't drastic. But if you're sitting there for a long enough time, it will not blow cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I spent nine hours in a car at night. That was awful. And that was going, you know, I, I went what would normally be about an hour and a half away. So less than 100 miles <laughs> in nine hours. Horrible. No air conditioning. In fucking September in Texas, it's hot and it doesn't get cooler at night. Um, but yeah, like during the main evacuation, I remember my mother and my sister were trying to evacuate my grandparents out of town and we're stuck on the road for like 14 hours and never made it 10 miles north of downtown. And my grandparents almost had a stroke because it's hot and they're old and they, you know, they couldn't get out and go to the bathroom. They couldn't do all these different things. Like, this is how people die. And that's that's not safe. So don't panic and don't be an asshole and don't try to tell people how to do their business when you don't live here and you don't know what you're talking about. I've heard like 12 different podcasts in the last month just bitching and moaning about Houston and how stupid we are to live here, how stupid we were not to leave. First of all, that storm popped up on Tuesday and it hit us on Friday. And like Tuesday night. Like it's not they, something and, that and was out there for a week. By- Three days. Yeah. You don't ever. Yeah. It's like we didn't know. It comes up fast. And I don't know about you. I don't have the money to just pick up and go stay at a hotel somewhere just in case a storm might hit me. Yeah. I I just I just don't. Most people don't. And that's you know, that's what happens. We have things like. Yeah, I don't they, know. They, they usually don't hit right in the middle of it, right? It's not going to mm-hmm. destroy everything around you. So it's no. not like a, a tornado. We're running out of the way of a tornado that will just, you know, that will just tear up, you know, the ground. Right. It's hit or miss. And but even you know, that, they'll tell you, you don't run from wind, you yeah. run from water. Yeah. It's, and there were a lot of people here that... that yeah. did. They left from water, but they just came back and, you know, their house is still destroyed. It's yeah, there's, just because you, you, you leave you doesn't mean you don't lose everything you own. Yeah. You're still alive, but you've still lost everything else but your life. Yeah. So, so anyway, there. so now now I live in Earthquakeville, so now I don't have any warning yeah. when when I uh Right. So, that will be fun. But uh, be fun. they don't have like alarms or anything. I guess the ground shaking is as much of an alarm as you get. Yeah, no, you don't get you don't I've never been in an earthquake, so I don't know. It's really that's about it. I mean, you just want to make sure to you know, bolt stuff to the walls instead yeah. of, instead of letting it sit yeah, there. Yeah, definitely don't put any like heavy uh heavy pictures over your bed. That sounds like a, a disaster yeah, waiting to exactly. happen. Exactly. Don't yeah. put your TV over your bed or something. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Even though these low, these new yeah. light ones, I don't know if it would do much damage. <laughs> like back in uh, the day, those full on boxes, man, they would really hurt you. But like these new little ones, it would be like be like a piece I, of paper I, fall on you. I still think if it fell off the wall and you were in a dead sleep and couldn't like deflect it at all, it could do some damage. It would do enough damage that you'd have a bad hair day for sure. Yeah. So <laughs> generally, generally, wall mounted stuff is fine. Maybe it's forever. Fine. Yeah. Generally, wild mounted stuff, from what I understand, is fine. But you, uh, anything that's loose is going to come down. Yeah, of course. So, so you know, so bookshelves, paint and stuff. your uh, yeah. paint your crystal to the 
wall or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, is that I don't know how you have any knick-knacky stuff if it's just going to shake off the of stuff anyway. Well, so. it depends on if I care if it falls off. That's weird. Well, like if it's a stuffed yeah. animal, fall off. That's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, stuffed animal. It gives a crap. <laughs> 40-pound dagger that you keep over the bed. Maybe not. So. Maybe I could get rid of Greg's buffalo this way. I don't know. Have I talked Damaged about that? in a hurricane. Have, have I talked about that, um, the buffalo on the show? It's gigantic. Is that the one on your bookshelf? Yes. Like, he, the- he was giving it to yeah. as a corporate gift. And it's, it's like a trophy, okay? Because it has an engraving, thanks to Craig, blah, 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 blah on it, right? So it's not even that like... Wasn't, that wasn't from here, though, was it? No, it was from Buffalo, New York. So he's like moved that it's, multiple times. No, no, no. That he he they shipped it to him as a way of saying thanks. But oh well, it's helpful. huge. It's so big, and I'm like, what are we? And it's like the base of it's like a trophy base, and I was like, they really want us to what to take this buffalo and keep it as a decor. It's so we need big. To, we need to remember this when we do our holiday gift giving guide again. You know, think think carefully about the crap you give people as a gift. I know. Well, I'm trying to think. Like maybe sometimes I can it's take... just a giant albatross around your neck. Yeah, maybe I'm. I was thinking. Well, maybe I can take the base off of it. But then Craig's like, "But it says thanks to me and stuff on there." But and use it like How a doorstop or take something. a picture of it, or you know, yeah. mount the picture of it. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll get lost in the move. He'll have his. Uh, he'll have his office. He can. He doesn't listen to the show, right? No, not, not that I know. <laughs> I don't think he does either. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. So, end of the world. What else? What else oh, are we worried okay. about? Are so we worried? I'm not terribly worried about the end of the world, um, but I see. I think it's coming. I mean, it feels like it's coming. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening that just feels off. Like it's just weird. And I mean, I'm not, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist and I don't want to be somebody who's like end of the world naysayer with a bell on the side of the road, but stuff feels weird. Like stuff's happening that's, that's uncomfortable and not in a, we'll get over this in four years kind of way. Well, that's what I was thinking when I read that article. I was like, this idiot, this, you know, end of world doomsday or anything. I'm like, well, that is a good point there, sir. And I'm like, wait a second. When he starts making sense, I'm starting to be concerned with me. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's that's the problem. It's like when the the crackpots that you would always assume are a crackpot start to make a lot of sense, you're like, huh. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. That's it. That makes me uncomfortable. Yep. Because it challenges all the things that you that you think you know, mm-hmm. right? Like that's I think that's part of that that cognitive dissonance that I know that regardless of what we do, this world is going to keep on spinning, right? We may not be here, we may wipe ourselves out, but the thing you know we're we're just not that good to take out the whole planet. You know, yeah. we don't have a Death Star, we're not doing it. But uh, Canada. Yeah. I kind of don't want to die in a bad, horrible way. So, yeah. but I don't know. Um, we've we've talked on this show multiple times, especially when our zombie stuff comes up. That I I just don't have that strong base survival instinct. I think. I mean, I'm not dead, so I'm not. I'm not. I clearly, don't want to die. I've been sick a lot, and I fight that because you know you do. I don't know, some of these like really bad catastrophes and nuclear missiles and 
planet attacks and zombies and stuff. These people that want to go move out in the middle of nowhere and just survive and like repopulate the world. I don't know that I want to be a part of that. I I I know what you're saying. By the way, it sounds mm-hmm. like you'd be a bad zombie because you wouldn't have that like you know no, will for the brain. None. You'd I'd like, just like sit there. Like I like, great. Now I'm, a, so, uh, now I'm a zombie. Shit. I know. Like fuck. Now I'm a laugh forever. It sucks. That like. was like the, the movie. The movie and the uh, the Tommy Knockers, which is based on the book, which I did not read. I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? I don't think they've made a compelling enough argument not to join them. You know, I know. Why, why do we keep running? <laughs> like, I know. I felt the same way at the Langoliers. I'm like, it's an it. It's still gonna get you. Tomorrow's still coming. So, just just let it get, let it go. Like what? What is so hard? What are you fighting so hard for? But it's not. It's not just that because you know, if if there was like, all right, this is gonna happen. It's gonna blow over in like five years. We'll all be okay. We just have to make it through to then. I don't think that's gonna happen. Look at Chernobyl. You know, it's a very small, horrible thing that is going to affect that part of this world for tens of thousands of years, if not longer. You know, it's a long time. Bad. I a lot of bad. Uh, river monsters. Chernobyl's back. Huh? There's cats and stuff living on the site now. It's fine. No, there are, but they're radioactive weirdo cats. I just watched River Monsters about it because he was out there um, getting these big-ass Wells catfish who were like 800 pounds or something crazy. I don't know. Anyway, um, but it, but again, you know, that's one little thing. But if we're talking like North Korea shoots a missile and California falls off, that's a that's a really big issue and impact, right? Yeah, yeah but North so Korea it, doesn't have what you know. I'm well, whatever, like they, whoever. Okay, so whoever somebody, somebody we're poking oh, the bear, we yeah. we could shoot ourselves. It doesn't matter. Whoever somebody, it is, somebody other than North Carolina or not North Carolina. North Carolina is fine. They're all okay. <laughs> No, they're not. <laughs> no, they got some shit going down too. Okay. But I'll just say whatever, whatever the big natural thing is that they're trying to predict is not going to be a we'll get over it. It's not a hurricane. We're not going to get over it in a year. We're not going to get over it in five years. It's going to be a big deal. And I'm looking at the the preppers. I'm looking at you preppers. If you're a prepper and you're like a normal person, because I have a friend that's a, a really normal, awesome person, but she's a prepper. So it's it's really interesting. Like when she's not freaking out about something, I don't freak out, right? Because yeah. like, that's a really good kind of litmus test on, uh, on where your freak out level needs to be, is are the preppers freaking out? Some of these people... If you ever watched that Doomsday Prepper show, did you ever see that show? No, I think it's just another excuse for being a hoarder. <sighs> it is. It's hoarding. It's ammo. It's weirdness. But I don't really want to repopulate the world with these people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is not the society I want left. Like, <laughs> it's not just like, hey, good, normal, whatever. It's it's usually, and again, not everyone. I do not want to completely throw this out there but some of those people in that show are fucking crazy i watched a guy blow his own thumb off on that show (laughs) on that show like like they had to stop filming and immediately rush him to the emergency room because this idiot blew his own thumb off on the show like while talking about gun safety i'm like well 
fails, sir. I, um, I, I made I, it to, I, I made it to Texas, ooh. like, um, maybe four years before I met somebody that had recently, like, shot their own finger cleaning their gun. I'm like, don't they teach yeah, this I've known, in that class? I've, I've known a lot of, I'm not gonna lie, I've known several, I have a lot of family that likes to play with, with guns, and not that they have done it, but, like, some extended, far-off people. Anyway, it's never good. And they, you know, they're usually missing some teeth as well, whatever. <laughs> but I just... I just don't know. I I don't want to know my normal neighbor that lives next door. I certainly don't want to have to spend the end of days with. Sounds like your dogs don't want to know the neighbor next door either. My dog going crazy. They're doing something. Can you hear her? I can. It's no big deal. It's my dog. Sorry. Let me me tell you about my. um, I'll tell you when you're done with your story. I didn't mean to interrupt. Anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to live next to Billy Jack with the spider hole under his house where he's hiding out and doing stuff. Though I do have the world's best zombie survival plan. Um, So that's that's where Paul gets me every time. He's like, "You say you don't want to survive, and yet you have the most ingenious zombie survival plan." So again, it's it's a bit of a. I'm like, I leave a note. I'll leave a note for someone else to take my awesome plan and implement it. All right. <laughs> so anyway. Are you going to tell anybody your zombie plan or are you concerned that um, no, I don't care. it will get care. stolen? Okay. So I think I've told you. I'm sure I've said it on our zombie show. But if you're a first time listener, here's my awesome plan. So, you know, all the old treadmills, not the ones that require power, but the ones that you just walk on. And it has a, you know, just a, literally a treadmill and you walk and it's human powered. Yes. What you do is you get a whole bunch of those. You know, you can find them everywhere, I'm sure. Craigslist murderers are full of them. And you just put one at every point of entry around your house, right? Uh, blocking, like the doors, the windows, things like that. So once the zombies get up there, they just walk. They're just walking on that treadmill, right? So then they're just walking in a continual loop. Because, again, zombies don't have enough brain power to do much of anything but locomote and eat, Right. So, but what you then, where it gets really clever, is you you somehow, and I, I'm not the person to do this, so I, I need an engineer friend or a physicist of some sort who can harness this zombie-driven power to power your home <laughs> while you stay safely inside. All right. Genius. Yeah, it I think is. So. And while they are doing that, you can be working on your Shawshank Redemption tunnel out past the zombie line. Um, So like if you need to go to the next town over that does not have zombies, but still has like a working Walmart, uh, you can go and get what you need. I don't know. Or you have a garden out there. I don't know. Or that's where your spider hole is. In the case of zombie apocalypse, Walmart may shut its doors. (sighs) Maybe. I mean, how would you, how would you know the difference? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Would you, would you, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, so anyway, I'm, that's, I'm going that's to my, Walmart tomorrow. That's my plan. But I'm not a good planner and I'm certainly not a prepper and I don't have a whole lot of storage space. So I'm pretty sure this whole plan would last me an extra three days. And again, I don't want to become a zombie because I would be the least motivated zombie ever. So again, just with that, not super. So I don't need to, I don't need to be the new Eve. I just, okay. I'm done. Like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. need to worry about it. Yeah, I don't have a drive to like to push forward human life. I'm not having kids, so I guess that's why. But you know, yeah. I do. Ha- I like pugs. Well, I haven't had them on my own. How am I going to repopulate shit? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I like dogs too. I'll take in all the dogs. I'll be 
I'll be uh uh what's his name from the book? Caesar Milan. Oh no, no what's I'll his be name Darryl from the, from the yes, World War Z? Common. It was common. Common. Yeah, yeah, I'll be him. I'll take all the dogs. I don't know. I wonder if Common likes dogs at all. We need to ask. I don't know. I don't know Common, so I've never asked him. Yeah, haven't chatted with him lately. No, not lately. <laughs> it's a shame we've really let our let our relationship slide. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. All right. So, sorry, folks. This is what you're going to get when we're now bi-coastal. Yeah. So, because Houston is a coast. Yes. It's the third coast. <clears throat> See? It's the third coast. But now we're national. As yes. we say, our show is national. We've gone national. Mm-hmm. Because we are on two different, in two different states. So we're, we're in like, th- in like two time zones between. Yeah. Like, so right now it's 741 here. And uh, we've it's been nine forty one chi- here. Yeah, we've been chit chatting for a while, even before we started recording. And already mm-hmm. in the parking lot outside of the Holiday Inn, people were getting drunk. And I'm like, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. And so I go Saturday out, night. I look out there, and they're like dressed up in like tuxedos and shit. And so I don't know if it's prom there. It's not prom. It's too early in the year, but no, but homecoming. It could be homecoming. Could be homecoming. But I mean, like, really, yeah. homecoming is like. They're getting drunk. At the I don't know if California end. does homecoming like, I mean, obvi- nobody does homecoming like Texas. Holy crap. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happened. Oh, you my know. gosh. A friend of mine, I just saw a picture. Her daughter had her, I guess she's a senior this year, and uh, had her mum, you know, the, the big famous Texas mums. Now, when I was a kid, you, if you were getting fancy, if you had more than one. Like the mom I had had like one mom and some ribbon and whatever hanging what off is of it. This, the, I the swear corsages? to God, this is girl had like twenty five moms. What is on it? On a piece of cardboard, and it had a lanyard to wear it around her neck because it's too heavy now to pin on her shirt. Is, is like, this a corsage? <laughs> is that what? No, this, they what don't. Is this? No, no. This is the Texas homecoming mom. It is the. Big fake chrysanthemum. I will post pictures of this on the show I, notes whenever I do this, because how did these I live there for fourteen years and not notice that there was something called mums that were a big? Well, deal. you didn't go to high school here, and yeah. you didn't have kids. So if you're not going to Texas high school Friday night football games, you're not seeing these things. But I grew up here, and I've seen them get more and more ridiculous as it goes. Like I said, it's like one, and I'm, I'm I'm actually making the shape of it, but you can't see it because we're not sitting next to each other anymore. Yeah, so that is weird. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's a mum. It's chrysanthemum, but they're fake and they're big. They're fake? And it used like, yeah, they're fake because you gotta have, you gotta have them forever. These things cost as much as a freaking Fiat. I'm not even kidding. Like when I was in junior high, I think I I got a mom from a guy because it's like your date is supposed to give it to you, right? Which means his mom has to put it together, go to the Michaels and they put it together for you. And, you know, I think the one I got probably cost, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks. Because, you know, it's like lots of ribbon and things hang. I'll send you a picture. I'm lots of ribbons and this. things yeah. hanging off of it. And But it was one. and And some of the like richer people or like as people got a little bit older they might have had two or maybe three that were in the shape of a heart like two on top one on the bottom heart shape i swear this last one it was it was wider than the girl's torso and she had to wear like a braided lanyard around her neck to keep the thing on when i was like when i was in high school you pinned it on it was one pin and the guys wore a little boutonniere around their arm 
uh, on a garter. It was like a garter and it has a little small mum similar. They match. This, If you're not from Texas, you have no idea what I'm talking about. I have no but idea. But it is serious business. And okay. these, oh my God, these things cost a fortune. I can't even imagine. All right. We are going to have to put a pin in that conversation because I think we should do a whole episode on like weird traditions from like where you grew Ooh. up and stuff because I know that Utah has some that I can tell you about too. So Yeah. I've been watching a lot of Sister Wives lately, so I can talk about some of those. So, Oh yeah, you know some of them then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't know why. That, I, guilty when, pleasure. I love that show. It's so we went, weird. When we went to Salt Lake Comic Con, I was like, I wonder if we can get John Berriman to be our sister wife. Oh, okay. Awesome. So, this, can we get him to be a nerdy bitch co-host? Because he would totally. He would fit be in. awesome. Uh, so this is the problem that I had, though. Okay, so we got our photos taken with him first day. You know, we had our plan. We went out there, got a photo. He was very nice. He actually split us up into families. Mm-hmm anyone under 18 and then everyone else right and so the uh-huh. idea was i guess he got he could get more raunchy with everyone else and he didn't want to accidentally do that with somebody under 18 or a family right okay but like we attempted to do at our thing but yeah didn't well so he uh he we were the first of the not 18 and he did not do anything offensive with us that was very sad But I don't know, like, there wasn't like a sign that like, okay, now we're the not 18. So maybe he just thought I was 18 or under 18. You know, it happens. (laughs) It may be so. I don't know. Anyway, but so then he comes out on his um, thing dressed as Wonder Woman. And you've seen it. I put it on Instagram. I put it on all our pages and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it was not trademarked. So he's like, I'm Wonder Man. And he had this like, you know, he had a cape. And then, you know, it said it had JB on the back and he was wearing full on heels and he did his entire panel singing and dancing and laughing. And, you know, we're, we're in Utah, by the way. And part of it, he made everybody that was in a kilt walk up on the stage and then walk over his face. Like just like, so he laid on the floor and looking straight up and then he would just like, everybody just walk over and then you just step right over my face. And then, so, and then he would just make little commentary as he went by. You know, we had pretty good seats. And then like, there was a family of four right in front of us that all got up and left. <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> yeah, that is too, you have crossed the line, sir. Yeah. He was okay, I mean, open, open your, uh. Your Facebook Messenger real fast. Okay. I'm so sorry. I had to send this to you. All right. Is, I've is, just it, sent her the like an extreme version, but I swear these are all these of, crazy of the mums? mums. This is uh-huh. the mums. Okay. All right. Sorry. Oh y'all. my. Well, that's a Texas flag. <laughs> it's look, but it's larger than this girl's torso. Yeah, yeah. And I would say like, oh, that's insane. Ha ha. No, this is what they're all like, and they have to actually wear like a rope around their neck to keep it up. When I was a kid, it was one of these flowers with that little ribbony stuff at the bottom. That was it. Crazy. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we'll have to do a uh, that's I, I don't I like I can't even look at this or something. I mean, this might have kept hobby and lobby in business all these years. You know what? I worked at a, a store called Crafts Etc. when I was in high school, and it later became Hobby Lobby. So there you go. Uh, and that I'm telling you, like from like August. I, Oh, God, I've got such a bone to pick about this stuff. Like August to basically October, because where I live, uh, homecoming is usually the first or second week in October, because um, that's the same time of year they do the the big class reunions every year. This year's my brother's reunion, 20-year reunion. So, yeah, that place is just hopping <laughs> for a couple of months. And then 
they're like, go away. <laughs> I hate you all. Oh my God. That's funny. But yeah. I'm- yeah. So something like that would probably cost you like 300 bucks. I like that size. I will post this on the, the show notes so y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, it's but- crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, it still doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know where it ca- I don't know. I'll have to, uh, when we do this other show, I will research. You think it would be like a uh, yellow rose or something that's like no. Texas-y if it's going to be so specific to the like, I don't know locale. where the, the I, I will research this. I don't know where the history of the mum comes from I, or when you why first started, it became a thing. When you first started talking about it, I thought you were talking about people's mothers. <laughs> I'm not British. No, like Texas not moms. Mom. And I was like, yeah, they're pains in the asses. I know. Like, <laughs> they got the big no, hair. Is, you know, I don't it's, know. It's, it's called a mum, but it's the chrysanthemum flower, but it is not a flower. It is a monstrosity. So I will, uh, right. I will make sure to post this on all of our social media just so you guys can see. Whew. Or just Google Texas homecoming mum and be surprised because holy shit, they're crazy. I'm like, you can't even see the girl anymore. Like, <laughs> it used to be like the girl is wearing a mum, and now it's like the mum is hiding a girl. Like, she is just hiding behind Yeah, it's it, like one of those that's placard, the end is, the end is here uh, placards she's wearing. Right. It's mums. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. With ribbons. So Yeah, it's just, I don't know what the hell's happening with it. But yeah. anyway, did we get through the... The end of the end of the world stuff because yes oh yeah but I ne- I didn't finish my story about John Barrowman so oh, shit I'm sorry so um then they tell us after we already had our picture taken oh he's going to do the rest of his photo ops in the Wonder Woman outfit and I'm like damn, damn it because it. <laughs> it would have been awesome so but instead I was standing in line for Will Wheaton to sign my beer so, uh, yeah yeah so things now, could be worse the, a beer that. I guess I don't know how I'm going to get it to California. Craig's in charge of that stuff, so that'll be fun. Well, <laughs> all right, crew. I, do you have a bitch of the week? I I kind of already uh, bitched. They lost my luggage. Well, yeah, I do. Okay, I do have a bitch of the week, and we have not done this in a long time. But I'm glad that I think we should bring it back since we're going to be doing weekly recordings now instead mm-hmm. of like big batches. Yeah. Because by the time like the third one comes around, I've lost steam on the bitch. Yeah. The one that I'm having right now has to go back to this Texas homecoming thing and not the mums anymore. And I don't know if you've seen this. Um, I see it a lot on Facebook because I have a lot of friends that now have, you know, teenagers and whatever else. So they, these, these kids are now doing, instead of just saying, Hey, would you like to go to homecoming with me? Would you like to go to prom with me? They're doing like almost engagement level proposals oh, to no, get no. someone's attention um... to invite them. To homecoming and prom. Yes, you're officially horning in on my Utah traditions uh, thing now that I'm going to do. Oh, our sorry. Next I was like, I've never seen this like until the last couple of years. Like it, it was cool. Like when somebody came to school and did it like this one thing. But now it's like everyone's doing it. And I'm like, that is so bizarre. And doesn't it just make the people who didn't get asked feel like complete and total dog shit? Yes. You know, but I'll, I'll tell you, like you already feel bad enough if you don't get asked to prom or a homecoming or whatever. But you know, now it's like this big giant public, you know, roses and a poster board and a you know, will you go to this dinner with me kind of thing. I was like, I would feel like total dog shit. So yeah, it's a, it's kind of know, in line with the same like um, these giant sweet sixteens people that have, and almost like, mm-hmm. people have. 
now. Yeah. And I'm yep. like, I don't understand it. Like, why would you spend yeah. more on a sweet 16 than you spend on a wedding? A wedding. Yeah. Well, that same thing in uh, Quintanera. My uh, my half niece, my step niece. I don't know which is my brother in law. <gasps> that has to be what happened daughter. out here because I everybody was wearing the same color. Yeah. Um, well, that that could be it. Um, in Quintanera is a big celebration when you're turned fifteen. That's you know yeah, a big it, deal it's a BFD, because it's yeah. you know your dowry coming out almost kind it's of like thing. It's like a bat mitzvah, but yeah. This right. shit costs more than my two weddings combined. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know what? You should have had it at the Holiday Inn Express off the freeway because apparently <laughs> that shit's good. They like, probably are. Well, yesterday there was some a- sort of catered event. And I was like, you're at the Holiday Inn, lady. Like, you know, yeah. this is not the place to have your catered event. I could, I could, maybe a nicer Holiday Inn. Maybe not the one next to the McDonald's. Maybe one like right. the yeah. end of town. What are you going to do? You know. I, I yeah. Just well, you know, you got to go with what you can afford on a ballroom budget. So you don't. But no, I mean, all like of these this, things have just gotten so out of control. I and I think, I think it really, uh, really sets bad expectations for the rest of your life. Sorry, men and women who you know propose to people and want to do it in an entertaining way. You just got outshone by a fourteen-year-old. Whose mom has too much craft time. It's well, it's it just seems ridiculous because they're definitely not needs, they're wants, and it's act you know, and you know, I'm sorry if you if you need to have it at the Holiday Inn Express, you don't really need to have it, right? I mean, there's that money could be spent better elsewhere. Is yeah, that's my priorities, but I would love to hear everybody's input. Um, because I maybe I'm just not a big partier, you know. When I got married, I like I, I like I, a I good eloped. party. But when I got married, both times, it was budgeted, but it, they were fun. Mm-hmm. Like my weddings were yeah. both very fun, and I like it that way. I don't want it to be about the pomp and circumstance of the ceremony. I wanted it to be a five minute ceremony and a party yeah. to celebrate with the people that I love and that are closest to us. Yeah, and that that's fun when you go to the thing and it's a forty five minute ceremony and then. They make you wait an hour and a half before you can have finger sandwiches. It's because like, they're taking you pictures. Off. Gift. Yeah. <laughs> Not coming. I'm done. I, know. I I wish more people would think about what the guests have to go through while they're getting mm-hmm. their picture taken. You yeah. I mean? Well, that's like during ours, like I think we, we had the bar open when we went to do pictures. And I think we may have had some sort of. I don't know. I, I the, they probably even let the food line open. I don't really know because I wasn't up there and I had a heart attack like five days before I got married. So I kind of didn't give a shit at that point. So it's like you probably whatever. you probably should have stayed <laughs> off of the queso want. or something. You know, it's like I have to eat healthy now. And that, and they had uh, they had a yummy. Oh, food. I didn't. Oh no, no. When I when I had mine, they're like, eh, do some yoga and tai chi. You need to be less stressed. It's like cool, sweet. All right. Enchiladas and margaritas it is. That was, I mean, that was like, that was good food. It would be very disappointing Uh to be, you know, have all this food and you're like, I can't have any. Yeah, I still didn't, I still didn't eat. Both weddings, I was like, I'm totally eating at my wedding. Nobody does. You don't because you're busy and everyone in the world tries to stop and talk with you. Like, you know, there aren't 60 other people standing in line waiting to talk to you. And I'm like, I just want a fucking burrito. Like, leave me alone. Uh, I mean, I love you. Thanks for coming. Uh, glad you're here. I, I haven't sat down in three hours. Like I'd, li- <laughs> I'd like to drink my margarita now. <laughs> so my $9 fucking margarita at my own wedding. 
They were nine dollars. Ouch. Those those El Presidente oh. margarita, whatever it is that Cafe oh, Adobe does, the yeah. real the real solid ones. I those yeah, like, and those are potent. Yeah, one of them will just get me drunk, like completely drunk, just yeah. instantaneous. I think I drank half of one. Yeah. Somebody bought me, and I was like, and I'm done because I can't see, and I know someone at that wedding who drank not like nine of them. So I, I may may or may not know who you're referring to. It, it was sure you do. It wasn't me, BT Dubs. Uh, no, it wasn't you at all. Uh, but anyway, so I guess that's that's a bitch rolled into a talk about a wedding and the the end of the end of the world. But, you know, yeah. I'm interested in other people's opinions on this because am I just being ridiculous that I wouldn't have a big party if I couldn't afford something better? No, am, or I'm just I don't being, think so. I'm being pretentious. I, I've seen so many like people do it and it seems stupid to me. I think yeah. it's just. You and I are very similar people and we are we are fairly level-headed and logical when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'm like, I don't need a $40,000 ice sculpture cuz I could buy t- like 3 cars with that. Yeah. You know, like Yeah, that's, how, you that's know, how I think I it's a mindset. It's like if you're if you're squeezing the budget so much, you really can't afford this Yeah. If, and it, well, it's, like it's I not, paid for my not, weddings. Yeah. We you know, we paid for our own weddings. I didn't have you know, a, a wedding fund that was set aside. A lot of people do, and that's great for them. I still think it's silly. You know, I know some people who've, whose parents have said, hey, we did set aside this money for your wedding or for whatever. This is how much it is. That's what you get. Now you can spend it all on your wedding or you can spend a little bit and spend the rest on your house or you can do like that's a that's a much more logical thing to me. But I don't I guess I'm just not an opulent person. Like I just don't need all of that when it could be done utilized for differently. something. Yeah. I yeah. just, yeah. Doesn't but that's just my opinion. But yeah, I'd love to hear from our, from our listeners. What would you, what do you think? What do you think about these homecoming proposals, which I think are just crazy? Yeah, we'll talk what do you about think those. about these big, crazy sweet 16s and quinceaneras? My sweet 16, my parents took about maybe 10 or 12 of my friends to Bennigan's. I don't, so I don't probably recall. Probably a, yeah. I don't recall having. I mean, it was party, probably an yeah. expensive dinner, but it wasn't. I mean, I've. I mean, literally, my my stepnieces. Uh, they ended up not having it because my sister's was like, "We're not paying that." Uh, it was going to be like five digits. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the, yeah. it's like ridiculous. Five figures. It seems. And it seems ridiculous, especially insane. if you're turning sixteen and you want a car. Maybe you shouldn't try yeah. and get your parents to spend all this money on a party. Word. Yeah. So that's just but no, but then but see when they spend the money on the party, then the expectation becomes, well, now I need a car. Well, now I need a college education. Well, now I need, 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 need. And I think that's where, you know, and, and I'm not saying this about millennials specifically. I'm just talking about spoiled people in general, that if you are excessively spoiled, you will not appreciate anything, really. And I try to tell that even to people who like spoil their spouses or spoil. It's like if that person just gets used to that behavior, they become less appreciative. And it's not I'm not like be tough love on them or whatever. Definitely honor your person that you love. Just don't be a douche about it. You know, well, remind, don't remember, raise a remember to tell that asshole to, children. Remember uh-huh. to tell that to Craig, because he doesn't think that I show the proper amount of affection. And I think that he just oh. needs to. 
Just deal with it. Like, I think <laughs> Paul and I are the same way. If I allowed him to, he would literally spend every penny he could trying to shower me. I'm like, you don't need. I stop. He's like, like he's like Gertrude. It's that. like Gertrude, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be licked right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. no, I don't, I'm not. But I guess we. Everybody has a different love language and how they express and whatever. But I just, I think I've gone personally from, and this is way the fuck off topic, but I've gone from, you know, being in a really bad marriage where like I did not get any kind of affection or attention or whatever to someone who is, you know, the, the opposite end of the spectrum. And it's, it's like, I, I, I believe you, I know you love me and you don't have to keep proving it to me every second. Just be secure in the fact that, that, you know, this is, this is it. Yeah. Cause he already knows I'm not getting married again. Yep. <laughs> this is it after this it's the golden girls compound and yep. that's it yep. i'm done so yeah i'm ready for the golden girls compound me too Sounds i did amazing. find i did find a um a retirement community in santa cruz that's like in these like Ooh. double wide mobile homes but they're like pretty you know what i mean and over, yeah, yeah. overlooking the ocean so I'm just saying, Ooh, sounds like a good like location it. for our keep, compound. Keep, keep an eye, keep an eye on that because, <laughs> but it's got to have a lanai. This has been pointed okay. out to me several times. Yes. We have to, we'll build a lanai if we have to. You know, it's so weird. It's like but, not that many scenes are actually shot on the lanai. Like, but it's no, there. No, they're not. But they, you, it's very important. It comes up in every show. So. It does. I agree. And I don't know who has, I mean, if you live in Hawaii, you, you can totally have a lanai because Everyone knows everywhere in Hawaii, except for the the crackhead places, uh, like are gorgeous and, and scenic. But if you live in the middle of a subdivision in Miami, do you need a lanai? I don't know. Well, Miami's. Nice. I think it's just a porch at that yeah, point. Well, isn't I, it just a patio? Yeah, they had a pa- they had a big front porch, and then they also had a patio. And sometimes they'd have mm-hmm. dinner out there, al fresco. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 talk a lot about that. Oh, I don't know if you've if you've seen that podcast. It's a good one. It's a it's a Golden Girls pod. It's called Out on the Lanai. Oh, Fabulous. Okay. They go through every episode in the series starting way back at season 1. I think they're in season, I don't know, 6 or 7 now. But they've been doing it for a couple of years and they're professional comedians, stand-up comedians who are doing it and they also work in the in uh, like one of them works on the Goldbergs, like just different entertainment people. Oh, good! Funny as shit. Totally worth listening. Well, I'm gonna want to. I'm gonna want to listen to that because. Um, yeah, I- go back from the beginning because they go through like they they watch the episode and then they talk about it, and it's only a thirty minute sh- podcast. It's very short, but they're hilarious, and the same stuff comes up a lot. So, and it's always like. What's up with the lanai? What happened to Coco the maid? Like just yeah. <laughs> random inconsistencies that, you know, back in the 80s, they did not worry about the yeah. consistencies, nope. the fact that Blanche's name changes like four different times throughout the show. Uh, <laughs> they weren't worried about it because it was like you tuned in. And and I think because we didn't really have um, we didn't DVRs, we didn't have any way to access these shows once like they were on. And then if you missed it, you missed it. And maybe you caught it five years later in syndication. Yeah. So they weren't worried about as many, I think, of the uh And they didn't syndicate until they errors. got 100 episodes, right? So uh, that 178. Was, yeah. That's, I have seen them all. No, 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 no. Several in general, times. I, I'm referring to in hmm? general, the in uh, TV shows used to not syndicate until they had oh, yeah, yeah. 100 episodes. So right. That's at least four seasons. Yeah. Is yeah, that- see, like we wouldn't even be in syndication yet. So yeah, we're not we're not getting there. closer though. Yeah, we are getting close to syndication. 
So this is this is yeah, we're we're in our mid eighties now. So see, we need to be in a golden girl compound. <laughs> yep. Maybe we we'd have a golden guys compound next door. We'll That'd be funny. <laughs> we'll yeah, we could do that. Let them go live over there. They can come visit. Yep. So. We'll keep Otto there and Gertrude in our place. <laughs> yeah. Those yep. are our Lucy dogs. Lucy Daphne stay with us. Yeah. We'll get some more get some more dogs. Because it's going to be old ladies and dogs. Like yep. this is this is my feel for the place. And we'll and it will uh, we'll be much older, so we don't have to worry about our periods all sinking and whatnot. Oh God! <laughs> Wouldn't that be the worst? Well, then at least you get it all over with at once. Everybody just be a bitch and then just be done with it. Yep, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like today is the day we stay in our rooms. We yeah. speak to no one. This is the so. day that we don't deal with shit and we're or, or, uh <laughs> Fend for yep. yourself, and that's it. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to hear anything. I care less. Yep. <laughs> It'd be Dorothy every day. That's just, it's just <laughs> like, I don't care. I have had the worst day substitute teaching, and I just don't care. Yep. All right. Well, um, anyway, we I, still I prob- have Betty White, so yep. it's not the end of days yet. Yeah. My sound quality may be down while I'm in a hotel. and nah. so We'll, we'll get- figure it out. Plus, our producer's on a different coast, so. Oh, Yes. Oh, and now there's people yes. like banging around at a holiday inn. Oh, well, my dog's been barking for 30 minutes, so I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, the sound quality is temporary, um, especially if there's uh, glitches and things like that. So, But the show is forever. The mm. show is forever. But yes, this is what happens. <laughs> we'll, we'll do anything to get an episode out, but uh, it, it might be bad sound. But it's not bad yeah. sound. You know what I It'll mean? be better once you can get some wired on the, because that's what I found when we've been doing this is if I'm wired via Ethernet versus wireless, it's a much stronger connection. You don't have to worry about the dropout as much. So, yeah. Well, I'm in once a, you get I'm, settled. I'm in a smaller town now and my mm. internet, my, you just uh, have shit. I, I did found, I did find, um, I did find a house that was in the middle of nowhere, like super in the middle of nowhere. And the highest nice. internet I could get, that's not where I'm living though. Um, the highest yeah. internet I could get was 25 <laughs> uh, megapixels per second or whatever it is. Ooh, and that was like, ours that was, was like 250. And that was like at a hundred dollars <laughs> because it used like part mm-hmm. wireless. Like it, somehow it did. I don't it's, know. That's, that's basically uh, like satellite or that HughesNet kind of crap. Yeah. Yeah. That's like five steps higher than DSL, which just seems like this is when we go to my, my in-laws live out in the middle of nowhere in the hill country and in the hill country. So there's, you know, they have satellite internet and just terrible, mm-hmm. you know, reception and the internet goes down. And yeah, so it's like, oh my God, I'm living on 4G like a caveman. What did we do? Like, what did we do when it was 1G? What did we do when it was 56K modem? Like, well, and you know, and like, for the dial up. My 56K modem did pretty good. Like, it was actually. Well, it did back in the day, but now you'd want to murder yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. So, and it's it's, it's all all relative. Well, and and people assuming you're going to have a higher uh, download speed anyway. So their websites are much more ornate and, you know. Yeah, they were much simpler back in back in my day. Back in our day, we used to dial up <laughs> with the dial. All right. Oh my god! Uh, everybody our age knows just that sound. Like you hear yeah. it anywhere, and you're like, oh, yes. And you always had so. to have phone because yep. that's the only way you could get the internet was through phone. Yep. And now you don't even need a phone because you have the internet. Right. Weird, right? Exactly. That's weird. I haven't had a phone in like 15 years. 
Yeah. I mean, other than the one that in my pocket. So, yeah. All right. All right. All right, well, let's let's wrap it up here, because I think one yeah. of the dogs is about to tunnel out in her own zombie uh, apocalypse plan. All right, sounds but, good. Uh, okay, All well, right. then we'll catch you guys next time. All right. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Man, this place is a dump. <laughs> it's a dump.